Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Raw and Smackdown are shook. We'll look at how the land lies following the 2020 draft. Plus, Finn Balor undergoes surgery and a British battle for the belt beckons. For Tuesday, October 13th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Welcome, everyone, to the final night of the WWE 2020 draft where it is my privilege to once again preside over this momentous and career-altering event with twists and turns in every round. Stephanie McMahon welcomes us to night two of the 2020 WWE Draft there. It is all done and dusted now. We're not going to go into each round of the draft and the reactions from it. We're going to talk more about that on Raw Graded a bit later on on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. But for now, let's just take a look at how the new rosters stand on both Raw and SmackDown. There's a couple remaining still undrafted at this point. Andrade, believe it or not, remains without a home. Eric from the Viking Raiders. Now, Eric is injured at the moment. So the the discussion is that Eric's not eligible to draft because he's injured. But then as, as you'll see when we go through the, the rosters, that's a bit of an inconsistent rule. Same with Billy, uh, same with Mickey James, who is out for a couple of weeks with a broken nose. She hasn't been drafted either. Billy Kay not injured, just undrafted, a bit unloved, gutted for Billy Kay. Uh, so here is how both rosters uh, break down. Thank you to CBS Sports for this breakdown. So starting with Monday Night Raw and the men, Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion, remains on Monday nights, as does the United States champion, Bobby Lashley. The 24-7 champion, R-Truth, staying on the brand as well. AJ Styles joins Monday Night Raw from SmackDown along with The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton sticking around on Raw. Braun Strowman, who has been teasing coming over to Raw for a while anyway. Him and Keith Lee knocking heads uh, this week and last. Matt Riddle moving over to Raw. Following over AJ Styles and Bray Wyatt. Uh, swapping brands with Seth Rollins. There's been some debate lately as to whether or not they're actually, whether there's any heat between them. Might have something to do with it. Jeff Hardy returns to Monday Night Raw in the draft as well. Keith Lee sticking around on Monday nights, as is Ricochet. Elias made a return last night and has joined Monday Night Raw. His first point of call was to attack Jeff Hardy with his guitar. Uh, He says that he continues to blame Jeff Hardy 
for being out with an injury. So their storyline from SmackDown just drifts over to Monday Night Raw with The Drifter. We've got a concert from Elias next week as well, apparently. A welcome back song, one would hope. Sheamus is over from SmackDown as well. That's a great addition to the roster. I love Sheamus. Angel Garza staying on Monday Night Raw, as is Umberto Carrillo. Drew Gulak now officially on Raw. Obviously, he's a SmackDown guy, and he's been doing stuff for the 24-7 title for a couple of weeks, and I guess that now he can be officially on that brand to be a part of it. We saw this on Friday night. Tucker heading over to Monday Night Raw, which splits up heavy machinery. Gutted. Dabba Kato staying on Raw, so if Raw Underground uh, continues to be a thing, then Dabba Kato maybe can push forward with that. Titus O'Neil staying on Raw as well, as is Akira Tozawa, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruaz, and Ivar from the Viking Raiders. Now, Vi Ivar's out with an injury, but he was drafted to Raw, so that's what I mean about... How, why is Ivar drafted when injured, but Eric isn't? Very confusing. Uh, on the women's roster, Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, staying on Monday nights. Charlotte Flair joins Monday Night Raw, as does Naomi and Alexa Bliss. Bliss and the Fiend Bray Wyatt are heading over to the same brand together to continue shenanigans there. Also, Lacey Evans is joining Monday nights, as is Nikki Cross. SmackDown pretty much invading Monday Night Raw in this, in this draft. Peyton Royce is sticking around on Monday nights, as is Lana. Big night for Lana on Raw which we'll talk about, as I say, in Raw Graded. In tag teams and factions, the New Day, well, two of the New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, uh, are now on board Monday nights. They were SmackDown tag champions. Where they resolved that last night. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the Hurt Business staying on Monday nights. Uh, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley and Cedric Alexander. Uh, continue uh, the hurt business. Business continues to boom on Monday nights. The Miz and John Morrison bulk out the smack the tag division on Raw, as does the Lucha House Party and Retribution sticks around on Raw as well because low low heaven forfend. The people who run Monday Night Raw they couldn't split up Retribution, who've been promising to rip the place apart. Happy to split up the new day, though. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax still on Monday nights, as are Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke as well in the women's tag team division. Let's move over to SmackDown. Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion. The High Chief, still part of that brand, uh, as is Sami Zayn, the reigning Intercontinental Champion. With Sheamus moving from SmackDown to Raw, I guess that puts pay to Sheamus becoming the IC Champion and finishing his Grand Slam, at least for now, anyway. The move that I'm most intrigued by is Seth Rollins. The Monday Night Messiah becomes the Friday Night Messiah. He's off to SmackDown. Daniel Bryan sticking around on the blue brand, but Kevin Owens joins Seth going from red to blue. Jay Uso still there, as is Big E. We also welcome Alistair Black to SmackDown. I feel like we're seeing quite a few feuds just swapping brands. So, like, you've got... Uh, Kevin Owens and Alistair Black, they'll continue their war on the blue brand uh, as opposed to the red. And then Elias and Jeff Hardy moving over to, to Raw. I guess it's a way of freshening up both shows. As somebody, I watch Raw more than I watch SmackDown. So for me, I feel like I'm getting a brand new show from next week. Apollo Crews uh, off to SmackDown now, which pretty much ends the Apollo Crews and Company uh, podcast. Uh, podcast? Uh, company. 
for now at least anyway. Otis stays on SmackDown. Mr. Money in the Bank uh, will continue as a solo guy with Tucker on Monday nights. Murphy has gone over to SmackDown as well. So I guess that will uh, continue the rivalry between him and Seth on Monday nights or from Monday nights. Also Ray and Dominic Mysterio are on SmackDown as well. So that whole feud just moves wholesale to the blue brand instead. Uh, Kalisto uh, separated from Lucha House Party. He stays on SmackDown. Uh, Lars Sullivan is staying on SmackDown as well after making his return last week. King Corbin still there, as is Shorty G. For the women's side of things, Bailey stays on there as SmackDown Women's Champion. Sasha Banks is staying there as well because they've got a Hell in a Cell match to have next week. They've got to, they've got to kick off against each other, so that feud must stay there. This is interesting. Bianca Belair moving to SmackDown. Just as she's been doing all these promos on Raw, hyping her big quote-unquote debut, even though she already has. They've been doing that build on Raw, moving her to SmackDown. Uh, but there's there's probably a very good reason why, as opposed to that. Uh, Carmella stays on SmackDown as uh, Natalia makes the move over that way. Billy Kay, uh, I understand now, has been moved to SmackDown. Mistake from earlier on, she is no longer undrafted. She's now on SmackDown. Uh, Tamina, Zelina Vega, also part of the blue brand as well. Vega should be an interesting addition to that SmackDown women's division. The Street Profits make their way to SmackDown as well. So Bianca Belair, Montez Ford not being split up by the draft, which is nice to see. On Monday night, they swapped the tag belts, the Street Profits and the New Day. So they just swapped belts over. So the Street Profits became the SmackDown tag champions and the New Day became the Raw tag team champions. This is going to blow your minds, right? Get this. The SmackDown tag titles have been the Raw tag titles for years. Uh-huh. So the belts held by the Street Profits, the ones they gave to Kingston and Woods, it's the same belt lineage that became exclusive to Raw in 2016. They were one of the belts that were unified in September of 2008 by the clones it was previously the smackdown exclusive what was then known as wwe tag team titles the one that was born in october 2002 the one that was first worn by kurt angle and chris benoit the tag timelines are incredibly messy incredibly messy staying with the men's tag division cesaro and shinsuke nakamura stay on smackdown as does um well, that's the only other tag team that's staying there. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode head to SmackDown. Dolph's only just landed on Raw, and he's back on SmackDown. <laughs> he's been there like 10 minutes. Ray and Dominic Mysterio, as we say, also on SmackDown now as well. The Riot Squad, the only women's tag team moving over to SmackDown. I mean, the, the women's tag titles float anyway, so that's not a big deal. Just leaves them lacking maybe, you know, unless you do some makeshift tag teams uh, in and amongst there. But that is the 2020 WWE draft. That is how the rosters all shake down. We'll talk about uh, what went down on Monday Night Raw, night two of the draft on Raw Graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on today. 15 years of sacrifice for this moment. And Finn Balor puts away Kyle O'Reilly. What 
a war of attrition between these two superstars giving you everything they've got. To me, this exemplifies what NXT is. Finn's on his way to the hospital. That match was so hard-hitting, it's, it's amazing. I don't know how the two of them got through that match. Unfortunately, there's absolutely no chance that Kyle is going to be able to make TVs this week. Finn had two fractures in his jaw. Once the swelling goes down in a couple days, Finn's going to be able to talk very sparingly. Obviously, he's going to have him out for a little bit of time. Kyle, it's hard. I've got a broken jaw in two places to prove it. He's got that fire. But you gotta fight fire with fire. A lot of people asking, is this title ain't gonna be as good as the last? I think they just got their answer. Finn Balor reveling in his victory over Kyle O'Reilly at TakeOver 31, a match that left both men battered by the end of it. And uh, we had Kyle O'Reilly, who had broken teeth at the end of that match, possibly uh, some kidney and liver problems from it as well. Finn Balor got a broken jaw near the end of that match as well. And he took to social media to reveal that he's undergone successful surgery uh, to fix his broken jaw. Uh, he went on to his social media yesterday with a picture of himself in a hospital bed post-surgery, uh, just about cracking a smile. And he said, recovering from a successful surgery with Dr. Patel and Dr. Edgar Rosa and nurse Verockstar, of course, his good lady. It was a broken jaw in two places that he suffered during his match against Kyle O'Reilly. Now, we don't know the status of Finn Balor going forward. Certainly, the video package that you heard there, which was recorded post-match, certainly gives the impression that Finn is going to make a recovery and get back to defending his title, but this is going to take uh, some time before the jaw heals, before he's back in the ring. I'd hate for them to have to forfeit the title again. Like another instance of the NXT title being vacated would be just, it's, it's a circumstance they can't control, but it would be gutting if it went that way. Obviously, when we know more about it, we'll let you know more at cultaholic.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
you'd love some cash back, wouldn't you, next time you go shopping online? We here at Cultaholic have teamed up with Quidco. We want to sort out some cash back for you when you spend at hundreds of top retailers, including Curry's, eBay, Amazon, and Argos. You get money back on stuff that you were already going to buy and get this right. If you sign up at cultaholic.com forward slash cashback, you get a free fiver on us. Free money. I know, right? Cashback is paid direct to your bank account or via PayPal. Sign up to Quidco today and get a free fiver for signing up at cultaholic.com forward slash cashback. So when is WWE going beyond Thunderdome? Well, Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live said the following, quote, this is unofficial because WWE is officially stating through no- staying through November, but I have been told that this is probably going to be until at least January. For the original agreement, no fans were allowed in. Maybe they've adjusted the agreement and fans can slowly be put into the business like they're doing with the Performance Center, but they are in the Thunderdome for a while. The end of this month was set to be the deadline for WWE leaving their residency at Amway. Looks as if from certain sources that residency has been extended and this will be WWE's home base until early next year. I was nervous they were going to start touring in November with no fans. Like, just minimise the movement for the guys whilst the COVID thing is still in the air. Let's just keep them in one place and let's just let them crack on from Amway for a little while. And it looks like that's what's happening. Fightful Select are reporting that a big play is being made from WWE to get Ben Carter on the books. So Ben Carter, he's the lad from Jersey that we talked about last week on the podcast. Very impressive stuff on AEW Dark. We know that AEW are certainly interested, but WWE have made an offer that Ben may struggle to refuse. He is apparently being offered, according to Fightful Select, chance to join the NXT UK brand. Carter's currently having some issues in the US as a result of his residency status, and that means that his matches in AEW went basically unpaid. It's the exposure, right? You can't you can't buy that. However, if he was to sign with WWE, they would send him to NXT UK, which means because he's based in the UK, signing a contract would be easier thing to do, and he could base himself in the UK and work regularly. That's a, that's going to be a difficult offer, I think, for Ben Carter to turn down. AEW not only interested in Ben Carter, but they have been uh, looking into Mance Warner. So Cassidy Haynes from Bodyslam.net reported this. Mance Warner was backstage at Dynamite just the other month, and they're a big fan of what he does. All Elite Wrestling said that whilst their interest went a bit quiet uh, because MLW wanted Mance Warner to come on board, it has been recently reported that AEW has once again renewed interest in in having Mance Warner as part of the team. He's still part of MLW, which makes it a bit of a, a, quote, sticky situation, according to Body Slam. Uh, However, if AEW are interested, I'm sure something can be worked out because other MLW guys have done stuff for AEW. Brian Pillman Jr. is a regular on Dynamite right now, and he signed with MLW. Uh, Mance Warner would be a great get for AEW. If you want to find out all about him, he was on Desert Island Graps with myself, 
just the other week. Your work as a heel has, has seen a fan threaten you with a gun. Yeah, down at IWA Mid-South, man. It's a special crowd out there, brother. It's a, <laughs> it's a mix of Kentucky and Indiana, and it's just all kind of right out there. Because when I first started, I was a heel, man. I was always talking shit, trying to start fights in the crowd. Old school heel shit. I, you know, I'm out there talking a guy stands up to show that he's got a gun on him. I ain't gonna back down. If he shoots me, he shoots me. You know, if I live, I sell a bunch of t-shirts. You know, if I go, then that's, you know, it's a way to go, I suppose. It's one of them things in pro in any other thing in the world, you would question and go, what the hell is happening? In pro wrestling, you don't. You just, you signed up for pro wrestling and this is a part of the journey, man. At some point, you sit down and write a big-ass book with all the crazy shit. You can download that entire podcast of Mance Warner choosing three wrestling matches that he'd watch while stranded on a desert island. You can download that on the Cultaholic podcast feed right now. Lars Sullivan has been in the news. Not long after he got back, there were allegations of harassing messages sent to a Instagram influencer online. The messages of a lechy nature, a lecherous nature, I should say. And according to WrestleVotes, quote, WWE is aware of Lars Sullivan's latest troubles. And it's beyond safe to say he doesn't have many supporters left in the locker room. However, one of those supporters has the ultimate say. So that's that. Read into that what you will. Sami Zayn was chatting with Metro UK and was asked about the finish to the Clash of Champions ladder match, which featured uh, the handcuffs to AJ Styles and Sami Zayn handcuffing AJ to the ladder, running up there and getting the belt. It was a very creative finish. Sami says, quote, I wish I could take all the credit for that, but actually Jamie Noble is a real genius and he doesn't get the credit he deserves. So Jamie Noble's the guy that came up with that finish. He's working as a road agent for the company. Uh, Sammy also said about the match, I think it was a really good match and I'm really proud of it. It had what I like about wrestling, which is a little bit of everything. There was a lot of character work. There was a lot of just good in-ring action, some spectacular stunts and some dramatic storytelling. That's the cocktail I like about wrestling. I like it when many different elements come together. And that's what I feel that match was for me. From under the black hat is the amazing story of good old JR Jim Ross. It is available now as an audio book. You can hear from the man himself uh, the amazing story of his life and times, the ups and downs that man has been on. He shares it all and he goes into more detail than I think he's done in any other podcast or biography. You can get that for free right now in your ears. Simply go to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Choose a free wrestling audiobook on us when you subscribe for 30 days to their free trial. If you don't like audio aud audible or if you don't like audiobooks by the end of it, you can cancel your audible subscription. It won't cost you a penny, but in case you change your mind on audiobooks, you can keep the one that you chose from us forever. That's a little gift from us to you. Sign up now for a free 30-day trial of Audible at cultaholic.com forward slash Audible. I think it's a very easy story to tell just based on our history. Um, I know him as well as anybody. Um, I've probably beaten him up um, away from the wrestling wrestling scene or away from the cameras when we used to live together. I basically used to bully him every night. I used to kick the hell out of him, you know, pour cans of beans over his head and stuff like that. He'd be in the corner crying, sobbing away, begging for mercy. So 
he knows that as a man, I can destroy him at any time I wanted. I know there's probably a whole host of people in the wrestling world who are terrified of Drew McIntyre. He's big, he's strong, he's tough. And look what he did to Brock Lesnar. This man is a tough, tough man. But the truth is, he knows I can batter him and humiliate him. So whenever I feel like I'm ready, it isn't a question of Drew McIntyre calling me out. Whenever I'm ready, I can just step in the ring and take whatever I want from him. He knows that, he's aware of it. And one day, perhaps, the world might see it. Would you get Manic Street pre uh, Preachers to uh, play your theme as you come out? That, that would be the dream, wouldn't it? Becoming the world champion in Wembley Stadium, humiliating Drew McIntyre and getting the Manic Street Preachers live, playing, playing me in and out. That would be the absolute dream and the, the perfect way. Well, I suppose I couldn't end the career like that. I don't have to defend it and probably get battered by Brock Lesnar or someone like that. But uh, that would certainly be a career highlight up there with getting slapped by Wayne Rooney. NXT announcer Wade Barrett poking the bear whilst being interviewed by BT Sport there. So Barrett uh, was chatting to a couple of outlets recently and he's just he's just really sort of grinding the gear of Drew McIntyre a little bit. So Wade Barrett told Digital Spy last week that he could be lured out of retirement by the prospect of challenging McIntyre for the WWE title. He said, quote, the only thing I didn't achieve in WWE that I always wanted to achieve was to become WWE champion. And that title is now held by an old friend of mine in Drew McIntyre. So taking him on for that title is something that certainly might tempt me back for a match or two. Uh, Barrett continues uh, to play up Drew McIntyre, something rotten, as you heard in that interview. Uh, with him there from BT Sport. They had a very long history together to these two. They were tag champs in Florida Championship Wrestling. They lived together early on in their careers as well. And uh, Barrett, as he described there, mercilessly bullying the current WWE champion. Uh, Drew McIntyre saw this online, quote retweeted the video that you just heard and said, stay behind your desk, Grandpa. Your stand-in has a better chance than you do. Obviously, giving a nod to whoever was sat in the Wade Barrett position at TakeOver 31. Barrett and McIntyre, WrestleMania in Wembley. Make that happen. On the Cultaholic podcast feed today, the Cultaholic Classic Judgment Day watch-along is here. Matthew, Greg, and myself continuing our legacy, watching every episode of SmackDown. Today, joined by Athers from the Smack Attack podcast. Joe Atherton is going to watch Judgment Day 2000 with us, and you can watch along with us as well. It'll be on the podcast feed later on today. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel, the 10 highest-rated Raw episodes ever. There's a couple in there that you'll be surprised did the big numbers and some that you won't. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. Tonight, Adam Pacitti is watching classic British television from 8 o'clock. You can join him as well. And check out Cultaholic.com right now for more uh, on the WWE draft. If those undrafted folk go anywhere, you'll find it out first at Cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 